Again, I want to say thank you. It is great to see all of you here on site. And for those of you who are joining us online, may God bless you. If you're here for the very first time, I'm Ricky Ayala, the senior pastor. And I want to say again, welcome. Uh, throughout these uh, a couple weeks, we have actually began a, ser a series that is titled, Then Sings My Soul. The idea was that we're going to create uh, like at least a five-week sermon series that is going to uh, select a song or a hymn that has a story behind it. Pastor Gill began that series, uh, this, uh, this series back uh, four weeks ago, when he preached about how great thou art. Then I came the following week and uh, preached about a, uh, a song with a story behind it of forgiveness. Then uh, I went on to the following week and we did uh, It Is Well With My Soul. Last week, Pastor Gill came up again and he preached on the message of or the story behind Blessed Assurance. Now, now, last week, week I wasn't, wasn't able to be here, but I was so grateful for the, the staff and everyone else that uh, allowed for me to go into the spiritual retreat to prepare for the upcoming year's messages and uh, the outlines and the, and the themes. But it was so great that when I had the uh, chance to go into our online uh, service and see the praise band, the orchestra, and the choir up here, praise God for that. Amen. Amen. It was great. So, so the things, you know, of talking about how great thou art, the forgiveness, and the other songs I mentioned. So two things I want to share with you before I continue on. The first is that if you've missed any of those sermons, you can go back into our YouTube channel or to our Facebook page. There's a playback option, and you can go and check out those sermons or any other sermons, but specifically for this sermon series. And the second thing is that if you have enjoyed this sermon series uh, and you want us to bring it back again next year, maybe the four to five week sermon series again like we did this year, I encourage you to let us know by sending us an email to sermonideas at newhanoverumc.org. Again, that's sermonideas at newhanoverumc.org. Or those of you who are online, you can put it into your chat and we'll check it out later. Today... As we finalize this series, I want to bring you a story to the song that's titled, Overcome. Now the story of the song comes from what happened in a church in Colorado Springs. The church is the New Life Church. You see, they had to overcome at least two different things that came their way. The first one was that their founder and the senior pastor of that church was dismissed as a result of a sex and drug scandal. And they didn't know what else to do at that very moment, but what they gathered was they, they came together, they prayed, they continued saying, what's going to happen here? What's going to happen in the future of our church? But they overcame that part, and they selected a new pastor to lead them. There was applause. There was joyous occasion for the church to continue on. And then tragedy struck. On a, On a Sunday, Sunday as, as part of the worship, worship service, and then uh, heading out in the parking lot, there was an active shooter. And as he attacked that church, you know, as they, in the midst of that Sunday morning, two young girls, two young ladies, it cost him their lives. Three others were wounded. 
And the many others, not only were they physically, uh, if they weren't physically wounded, they were certainly emotionally wounded because they saw what was happening. There was a gentleman in the, back then was a worship pastor. His name was John Egan. He said this, when the shooting happened, I was convinced that we were done. The church was just climbing out of the biggest disaster in the history of the church, and then the shooting happened. My faith, he says, was at an all-time low. Like many Christians before and since, however, tragedy did not defeat John Egan. It inspired him. And why we say, why, ins- why inspire him? Well, his inspiration came from these words in the Gospels book of John, where it says, Jesus is recorded saying, in this world you will have trouble, but take heart, I have overcome the world. You see, John Egan wrote the the worship song titled uh, Overcome, and it was first performed at New Life Church just three days after the shooting. But before we go back more into the song and the story behind it, let's look at what prompted Jesus to speak those words in the Gospel book of John. The context tells us a great deal about why these words were so appropriate for the generation at New Life Church, and they can also inspire us. You see, on the night before Jesus' crucifixion, uh, Jesus knows his disciples and knows what they're going to face, and they're going to face the worst disaster of their lives in just a few hours. But he also knows, I love this, Jesus also knows what will follow. Jesus wants to prepare them for both. So if you would, please open up your Bibles to the book of, Gospel book of John, chapter 16. Today I'm reading from the NIV version. It was a new international version. You may have your own, but uh, follow along. The words will also be up on the screen. Beginning with verse 16, I'm going to read all the way through 33, so bear with me and follow along. John 16, beginning on 16, Jesus went on to say, In a little while you will see me no more, but then after a little while you will see me. At this, some of the disciples said to one another, it says, What does he mean by saying, In a little while you will see me no more, and then after a little while you will see me? And because I'm going to the Father. They kept asking, What does he mean by a little while? A while. We don't understand what he is saying. Jesus saw that they wanted to ask him about this, so he said to them, Are you asking one another what I meant when I said, In a little while you will see me no more, and then after a little while you will see me? Very truly I tell you the truth, you will weep and mourn while the world rejoices. You will grieve. You will grieve, Jesus is telling them, but your grief will turn to joy. A woman giving birth to a child has pain because her time has come. But when her baby is born, she forgets the anguish because of her joy that a child is born into the world. So with you, now is your time of grief. 
But I will see you again, and you will rejoice, and no one will take away your joy. Amen. Amen. In that day, you will no longer ask me anything. Very truly, I tell you, my Father will give you whatever you ask in my name. Until now, you have not asked for anything in my name. Ask, and you will receive, and your joy will be complete. Though I have been speaking figuratively, a time is coming when I no longer will use this kind of language, but will tell you plainly about my Father. In that day, you will ask in my name. I am not saying that I will ask the Father on your behalf, Jesus is saying. No, the Father himself loves you because you have loved me and have believed that I came from God. I came from the Father and entered the world. Now I am leaving the world and going back to the Father. Then Jesus' disciples said, Now you are speaking clearly and without figures of speech. Now we can see that you know all things and that you do not even need to have anyone ask you questions. This makes us believe that you came from God. Do you now believe, Jesus replied? A time is coming and in fact has come when you will be scattered, each to your own home. You will leave me all alone. Yet I am not alone. My Father is with me. I have told you these things so that in me you may have peace. You see, Jesus knew what was to come, and he wanted to make sure that they had that peace, that peace that passes all understanding, the peace that only God can provide in our lives when we go into trials and tribulations and sufferings and grief. Jesus knew that. I have told you these things so that in me you may have peace. And in this world you will have trouble, but take heart. With an exclamation mark. But take heart, I have overcome the world. Can you say overcome? overcome. I have overcome the world. See, ladies and gentlemen, Jesus certainly knows how to create a memorable image. He uses a common life experience everyone can relate to, namely childbirth, to make a point. The illustration perfectly demonstrates how pain can suddenly turn to joy. But it is an illustration with more depth than the disciples will understand until later. You see, Jesus' resurrection, like childbirth, will forever change the disciples' life. Jesus said, your grief will turn to joy. What a powerful statement. But this is more than a transitory warm and happy feeling. It is a way of relating to life that is permanent and indestructible. Jesus told them, you will rejoice and no one will take it from you. It will also be all encompassing, which means, you know, that your joy, when he says, your joy will be complete. Now, the disciples say they understand. You ever have a conversation with somebody and, and, and you, you understand? Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. But in reality, be like, you're right. 
Yeah, 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 right, right. So the disciples say they understand, but there was so much more that they still don't get. Jesus is basically proclaiming the dawn of a new age. A time when the disciples and us will experience a new way of relating to God and a new way to confront a broken world. I love what verse 33 says. It says a lot to us. As long as you live in this world, ladies and gentlemen, hear this out. Jesus is telling his disciples and he is telling us today, as long as, as we're living in this world, we will have trouble. He's not saying maybe. He's saying we will have trouble. There will be suffering. There will be pain. There will be illnesses. There will be sickness. There will be death. And the list can go on and on. As long as we live in this world. But we also know that as we live in this world, there are not just the, 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 the negative sides of things, but also the positives when we can experience joys and celebrations. The celebrations of birth, the times of laughter, the times of new chapters in life, the times of happiness, and the times when you knew when you set your dreams far ahead and you achieved the goals that you set yourself for. Ladies and gentlemen, no wrong can be worse, no tragedy greater than crucifying our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. Yet the horror of Good Friday, <laughs> the horror of Good Friday is followed by the triumph of Easter. Amen. You see, in a broken world, no darkness, no darkness is so black, no disaster so overwhelming that it cannot be overcome by the good news of Jesus Christ. Jesus said, but take heart, I have overcome the world. Whatever life throws at us, scandals, shootings, illness, all can be confronted and overcome because we are not prisoners of this broken world. Our destiny lies elsewhere. Why? Because the kingdom of God is not of this world. It offers hope in the face of trouble and a hope that is certain and unshakable because it is built on nothing less than Jesus' blood and righteousness. Now, going back to what happened at New Life Church, what would cause them to continue being the church God called them to be, especially after they experienced tragedy? The words to today's song reads this. This is John Egan writing this song out. Again, that was sung three days later. It says, seated above and thrown in the Father's love, destined to die, poured out for all mankind. God's only Son, perfect and spotless one, he never sinned but suffered as if he did. 
Another verse says, power in hand, speaking the Father's plan, you're sending us out light in a broken, in this broken land. Then the words came together saying, all authority, every victory is yours, which is repeated. And when it came to the chorus, the word said, Savior, worthy of honor and glory, worthy of all our praise, you overcame. Then they exclaimed and called out the name of Jesus, Jesus, awesome in power forever. Awesome and great is your name, you overcame. You see, in the midst of grief, they worshiped the giver of life. How do we respond when tragedy strikes? Do we shut down completely and shun everybody out of our lives, including God? That is not healthy. As we remember, you know, uh, the, uh, Heather Wallace and the life groups when things happen, it is so important for us to be connected because as a life group, we're able to support each other and be there for each other and pray for each other. The New Life Church will always remember the two young girls who lost their lives that day. The impact on the three that were wounded and the many others who witnessed the shooting. But their faith and hope in Christ Jesus is that they can celebrate to know those two young girls are in God's care. When the worship team at New Life Church sang Overcome just three days later after the shooting, John Egan, the author of the song, said he never had worshipped, had a worship experience like it. The faith that came into the room was unlike anything I've ever seen, he said. We were living in the truth of God, the promise of God. See, with the focus on Christ, they repeated singing the words, we will overcome by the blood of the Lamb and the words of our testimony. We will overcome. Today, the end of that song, they added the words to the chorus of the hymn, Blessed Assurance. The words say, this is my story, this is my song, praising my Savior all the day long. Those words, the same words that Pastor Gill shared last week, again, with that song of blessed assurance. Ladies and gentlemen, no one else can live your story. Everyone, every one of us, has our own story to tell. Even when we're going through trials and tribulations, even when there is something happening, our story is different from others because we have our own perspectives and we have our own reactions. You ever wonder why when the issue or a, a tragedy uh, strikes, there are people who go towards the situation and others who are running away from it? It is still the same situation. You have your own story. Therefore, we need to tell it. 
We got to share our testimony, what Christ has done for us, even when we're going through trials, as I mentioned, even when we're in grief, knowing that God's power can be in us to be able to share a, a, a glimpse of hope in the midst of somebody else that may be going through something. But they don't have, the difference is they don't have Christ the same way that we have Christ for us. That we can say, then pray, that we can praise our Savior, Jesus Christ, all day long. New Life Church is the only thing that they knew to do. The pastor at that time said they persevered, they prayed, they just, they trusted something, or should I say someone, bigger than themselves. They followed God. They were living in the truth of God. They were living in the promises of God that God will pull them through and that God will never leave them nor forsake them. The same, ladies and gentlemen, is true for us. We've gone through so much. Even when the waters felt like, okay, I'm almost, we're, we're drowning, drowning here, God. But we came together, ladies and gentlemen. There was prayer, there was support, and your, your generous giving, and, and, and your, your, the life groups, and the, and the outreach. We didn't allow what was happening to shut us down because we knew who to trust. And not just trust, ladies and gentlemen, we reacted. We did our part. And I believe God is going to continue blessing us as we continue to move forward. Our faith and hope tells us that we can overcome because he overcame. And we're also going to take communion in the midst of that song. And what I'm going to try to do is do the very best that I can as I was watching this video of that New Life Church and how they came together three days later, even after the tragedy struck and that active shooter. And to feel like we were also there. Again, the song is titled, Overcome. Seated upon the throne in the Father's love. Destined to die and poured out for all mankind. God's only Son, the perfect and spotless one. Never sinned, suffered as if 